that Ronda heard once that kick went to her neck. It was just all techno music just Yo, blaring. What if, she, what if she got kicked and then like she got knocked out like a random street fighter, like a street fighter fighter? Ooh. <laughs> K.O. <laughs> it was just, it, yeah, it was the, 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 I guess the elbow that came in first was the, the, the introduction of what was going to nah, follow through nah, after. Nah, the, nah, nah, but that kick was lethal though. Oh, kick straight to the neck. Yeah, that, yeah, you, you're really helpful sitting over there freaking talking off mic. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Yo, she got hit like last year's Knicks season. <laughs> no, man. Uh, yeah, well, just just for that, I, I did have a dedication for my Miss Rhonda. So, uh, just for my baby. Yeah, for my baby Rhonda. So, uh, just give me one second. I I, I have it all queued up. I, I I'm hoping that she gets well. I heard she had to uh, visit the Aussie hospital. Yo, she got hit like the Buffalo Bills season. Hello, round and rousey. Yo, why does that like Joe? I was watching you walk in the cage at UFC 193. You were determined to be down that chick in front of you. I believe her name is Harley. Hello, do you hear me? You're an Aussie down there dreaming of your undefeated streak. Vibing. Was so beautiful and mean. When the bell rang out, you were prepared to knock her out quickly. But something different. Oh, I'm getting all warm It happened so fast. Where did that kick come from? Here it goes. A KO from the outside <laughs> It happened fast I almost died It hurt you Really You got hit so hard I never Thought it Would happen at all A KO from Sounds so, sounds so beautiful, don't you agree? No, it's too soon. That was brought to you by Sexy Salsa. That was brought to you by Sexy Salsa. Thank you, Sexy Salsa. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santi, here to bring to you another week of sports information, fun, ridiculousness, and Goddamn buffoonery. This week, as you as you heard my serenade, we will talk about the demise of the record, the undefeated streak. Was this more drastic than the Undertaker going down or <laughs> to me to me it was more heartbreaking. It was more heartbreaking. A lot of people was more heartbreaking yeah. yeah, it would be better if you guys went on mic. <laughs> it was a lot of people. It was more heartbreaking because no one no one saw this coming. <laughs> no one's. I mean, I mean, I know Ronda didn't see it coming. But... <laughs> yeah, 
that kid that kid came swiftly. Yo, she got hit like the last year's Knicks season. It looked like it looked like a, a Dragon Ball Z fucking <laughs> swift kick from like Goku to fucking Yo, Piccolo or some shit. Photoshop Sagat's foot. <laughs> Laying on Ronda Rousey's neck like yesterday. And the memes. Oh, God. The memes came out so quickly. Everybody got them jokes off. Uh, (laughs) Once again, I want to thank you guys for coming down and listening to us at RageWorks.net. That's right. RageWorks.net. Sidebar. 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 Shout out to Floyd Mayweather because I know he's rolling in his millions right now. I think he's he's signing um, home to... uh, (laughs) Money that, team. That money team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he's signing it. He can't read. So. Oh, <laughs> I'm still around the fan. Still around the fan. I'm still around the fan too, but still. So you look. Thank you guys for downloading us at RageWorks.net as well as on iTunes. We're available as iTunes on well as well. Listen, if you guys hear the gentleman in the background, I am here with House of Glory's own tag team and. Faction extraordinaire, the New York Trust Wrecking Crew. On the check-in. I got Smooth Blackman and Mr. Chris Seaton. What's going on, fellas? The behemoth. All right, come on. Chris Seaton. I got you. I got you back. That's, that's, that's too back. much. That's too much. It's never too much, Chris. Smooth Blackman. All right, Luther. This week, we are going to do a rundown on, uh, once again, like I said, this week's events in MMA, as well as I do my review of NFL past week and my pickups for next week. And we'll also do some, I don't know, maybe turn it, get into some turnbuckle tabloid. And uh, see what else goes down. And see if the guys want to sit down and play a little bit of scoring in the red zone. I'm also going to talk about the occurrence which happened in New York as well as in Nevada with... I'm sorry, you guys. I know there's this tragedy going on across the world, but you gamblers out there felt it first with FanDuel and DraftKings being barred from certain states, especially New York, in which we broadcast and podcast from so we'll talk about that but uh other than that i'm here with the guys new york city wrecking crew what you guys do today well <laughs> since i asked before we experience technical difficulties yeah this is like a deja vu moment i could just want to seen this before somewhere <laughs> now we did we participated in a little tag team tournament a little you possibly you part you you participated in something which will be aired soon enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but we're the wrecking crew, so you know it's a, it's all light work. <laughs> yeah. How about um this past Saturday? Do you guys have you guys kicking around? Just beat up, beat the shit out of some people. You know, you know how it is. We always beating up somebody, <laughs> making up money. You know, it's I mean, not be, it's I mean, not because you guys are black or anything like no, that. No, uh, no, I mean there's no correlation. No, no not correlation. not at all. You you know me for a long time. You know my dad was like a former bare knuckle brawler. <laughs> there he was out there. You know, yeah. doing, was it Kimbo Slice? No, oh. it's not Kimbo. <laughs> no, no, that's my dad. That would be that would it, you would work more if you were more on mic. I mean, it's not, you guys could look like you can, you can be singing duets can, in a minute. So yeah, you're good. Right. <laughs> I mean, there there are a couple hits I like to rattle off now that the mic's here. But, oh please. <laughs> No, Please. No, no, not today, not today, not today. <laughs> so you guys, been, I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen you guys come up from the beginning. You know, Chris, I, Jesus, we, I've seen you come in and out of House of Glory for for years until you until you finally said, "Fuck it, you know, I got to start putting it in that work." 
smooth. You just came out of the shot of the dog. I remember you just doing run-ins at uh, uh, Battle Royals and shit, and now all of a sudden you're... On the big stations now. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my thing. You're the lead singer of Jodeci now and shit. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Dalvin. I'm not Dalvin. No, no, no. Devontae no. no. Swing. Not, not the Jodeci from recently, though. No, no, no. I heard, I heard they Devontae. Listen, Dark when... Yo, they're, making, they're making bad choices. When, when, when you're KC and you singing through freaking Coke Lips and Coke grinding <laughs> teeth, they ain't much of... Coke Lips years. Looking like the drunk uncle from like random barbecues in the summer. Is that's every you know with the with, with the open with the open button down shirt just flailing? Do you me <laughs> <now>? <laughs> so, are you guys? I mean, did you guys come in at the same time at House of Glory? Or, no, or, no, 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 Chris is way more seasoned than I am. I, I yeah, yeah he's, he has a little bit more adobo on in. him. Yeah, <laughs> I came in like around. The inception of House of Glory. But, That's a big word. I like the word yeah. you use it. That's good. I like that. But um, Floyd Mayweather can't use that word. <laughs> no, he cannot. Just, no, he cannot. Ronda, Just saying. Still Ronda. Still bit, hurts. A little bit bastard. Anyway, nah, but um, it was like a whole lot of things going into that. Like, I was I was still vaguely immature. Mm. And I was still joking around. And um, it wasn't really my time yet. How long you were doing it for? For like what off and on like three years what? three years eh? yeah man. were you the guy were you the, the guy who did backyard wrestling just like everybody else like uh, and, and I, asked, I, I asked all I you guys to, I try to forget this <laughs> <laughs> I try to forget that part of my life <laughs> did you have the yeah, did, did your promotion have a name and such oh my god it was um AWF <laughs> and what did that stand Atlantic for Atlantic Wrestling Federation oh okay and he said assholes without fear <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. You were. Oh, we also have Panda yeah. Beast in the belt. Now all of a sudden he wants to come alive and start talking. When we did his interview, he was all shy and shit. Yeah, He's he is his his ears and fucking mouth opened up when Yu Gi Oh came to play and shit. That's why he got excited. So smooth. Where did you come from? What was your background? Did you do background wrestling as well? No, my my journey into House of Glory was straight into House of Glory. Right and. October of 2012, I started training with Red and Brian, and that's when I met Calvin. I know, because we, I, I know your brother. We, we work in yes, the same facility. Yes, yes, you do. And I, I, would, I had asked him before. I said, um, but were you always into wrestling, like a big wrestling fan? Like, was it, or did it like come to you like later on in years? You just said, fuck it. I, I think I could body slam the shit out of somebody. No, I've always been a big wrestling fan, and now that you've mentioned my brother, I've actually told him. Before that, I think he's like a big reason that I've got into wrestling. Right. Like, one of my first memories as a child was I walked in on him watching WrestleMania. I believe it was. Lucky it was that and not porn. And you could this yeah. this whole conversation would have went a whole yeah. different direction. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean we, 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 there'd be a lot of baby oil here. <laughs> it was that conversation. Yo, imagine how that scenario went. <laughs> just walk in the door, like just like that, that cold stare. Yeah. <laughs> little five year old me just Yo, mom, that- they're wrestling but it's not the wrestling we know yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I walked in on the end of Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin actually right when Stone Cold was locked in the sharpshooter bleeding right and that's that's pretty much the most iconic moment in the history of Wrestlemania if not the business itself right and that's my earliest memory of wrestling so pretty much my brother is actually the one that got me into it when did you automatically when did, when did it click in your head that he said I, I gotta go to the school and do this I, I have to do this 
I started training in 2013. I had the thoughts, I'm going to say, since 2011. Mm. I actually, actually, I went to the school and I checked it out about two years earlier. And I met Brian. Mm. And then I, I got sidetracked. Yeah, you want to come to the wrestling school? Yeah. Yeah, you want to wrestle with us? Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. yo come down, yo. Yo, yo I got you. Yeah, my teacher, man. Chill, chill. Yeah. My fault. Chill. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> yo, that's funny. You don't even sound like that. Yo, your impersonations are way off. All <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, after, I got to work on that. After that, it was a rough two years, but I finally didn't make it to the school. And actually, Brian... Remembered me from two years earlier. Okay, that was that was. So what you do? You went out and you, I guess you you hit the you hit the the parks, did the barbells, and you started uh, doing chin ups there. You got the you got the conditioning there first. Yeah, my man. Said, no, I started training get a, first. Get away with I've, them. I've always <laughs> I've always been I've always been working out. I grew up like a really a really fat kid. Right. Then by the time I got like eighteen, I started working out. Like after. After high school, where they made fun of you every yeah, day, right. and then I started working. Oh, like, that's when that's when they clicked. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm to, yeah. yeah. I got, got my diploma. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go to the gym now. <laughs> and Chris, when you when you since like I said, we we know each other for for a time. I remember oh. seeing you at the first House of Glory. Oh, long time. I mean, you were you were out there, and I and I would ask you. I said, "What are you doing, like, dude? <laughs> get your ass back in there, man." Yeah, I mean, how like. When when did it snap for you to say you know what let me let me take this shit and let me t- let me run with this because this 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 might actually start paying of things, off. It, a lot of things snapped when I was just like miserable in my house like it was like it snapped when I was like real miserable right. in my house just like sitting there just bored like you know like all my friends are doing this having fun wrestling going going places mm. and I'm just sitting in my house doing nothing like why like I'm just wasting my life away. Right. Like you know, I'm just gonna take this serious now. Like I can't, I just, I can't sit here and be miserable. And you have you you you're one of the guys that I've known that who openly have an a an a, a fandom for the man which no one likes to speak his name anymore. But of you are, and like this is why you probably base yourself after with the man himself, Mister. The rabbit Wolverine. <laughs> I dare not speak his name because I don't want my house to get like bad juju and shit. I don't Mr. Crispin. Mr. Crispin. Crispin Wah. So yeah, I mean, how, I mean, how, how long? When, when did you notice him at first? When when did you realize he was going I, to be, you know, the, know the, the, the guy on your focal point? I noticed him when he was like when he debuted at the Radicals. You heard that shit? I mentioned Chris Benoit's name. My dog barks in the background. Ain't that some oh, shit? That's how, that's how you know. I just, he just came through the fucking door. So yeah, Omen, Omen, nah, but um, he's a Pegasus kid fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, he's not of my kid fan. He's not of my kid fan. <laughs> nah, but um, I noticed I noticed him when um. When he debuted with Eddie and Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko with the Radicals and everything, I'm like, I would like watch my TV. I'm like, yo, this dude's awesome. Right. This dude's real cool. I said, I said that about the Radicals too. Like all four of them. So which Chris Benoit did you prefer? Did you prefer the WCW uh, Benoit, the the Japanese uh, Pegasus Kid, or WWE's Rabbit Wolverine? I was, when I first. Um, when I first got into Benoit, that was when he was. I was like a real WWE head. Mm. And I saw him debut as the Radicals with Eddie and and um, Perry Saturn. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this dude's mad cool. Like all his matches are crispy and everything. And as I got older, that's when I started 
you know. Did you implement any of the stuff that he does in your wrestling now? Like, do you, uh, I used to. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I, I, had, I had the mean chop. <laughs> did you I, like? I did you try like the flying headbutt? I, yeah. I actually did. I did. I did a couple times, but I stopped. I stopped for some foolish reason. I won't stop doing it now. <laughs> Just rekindling. Now, now, now that you mentioned it, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, head injuries aren't. That much. I mean, I'm not going to kill my family now. Uh, right? No. Uh, we, we, we never take it that far. No. We never take it that far. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's no, the like, line. You, you just went past the line. That's the line of yeah. comedy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We already spoke in the man's name. I don't need any freaking Blair Witch shit in his house. So, Smooth, who was the ones that you looked you looked up to? Right? What, was the, what was the guys that you liked? As a kid, I looked up to guys like Rock and Jericho. Karenga was always really funny. Yeah. I've grown to, like, realize that, like, I I get, like, drawn in by, like, the big personalities. Yeah. More so than the in-ring. And then I, as, I, as I became a teenager and, like, really got bit and really got into fandom, I appreciated the art of wrestling more. Right. And guys like Red and AJ Styles. And I, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say CM Punk. Hopefully, I don't get kicked when I get back to class. No, 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 no. Don't no. worry about it. Don't worry about it. You just, you just get a plethora of chest shots. You'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. Chris, will, Chris will start it off. He'll be all right. Yeah. He'll, just, he'll invite you to I it. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> also, also, I'm going to say right in that corner. Like, yo, look. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Yeah. Speaking of which, how, is, how has it been like, like, you know, a lot of people don't know the hard work you guys do when you guys are in the school, when you guys are out there putting it together. Like, how is it that you guys – Go in there, you work out. I mean, we've already heard the stories about Red and how Brian, you know, how you guys put it. But when you're actually in the mix putting in that work, like people who want to get into business don't understand the commitment that you have to put into it and the work that you guys do. Like, what's an average day for you guys when you go into the to to the into the building? First of all, people really think it's like it's all fun and games and shits and giggles until you have to get down and do what you got to do, and. Once we're on, it's 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 real grueling and it's real tough. Like, I mean, because you guys didn't go center stage as soon as you guys in the school. You guys are dope. Hell, <laughs> no. People no. think that once you go into wrestling school, you can be the rock overnight. Like, <laughs> hell no. That's not even how it is. Like, walk in, yo, you want to see my finisher? Like, you just started like two hours ago. <laughs> like, where are you going? Uh, to be over. fair, I've had my finish since I was 12. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah I had my yeah. finish recently. <laughs> but when you guys go in there, you know, it's you know, you guys get the I cardio. Earned, I earned mine. I earned mine. <laughs> you guys get the cardio, you guys are hitting the robes, you guys are I mean, it's not what people think it is. Everybody sits there and goes, Well, you guys are just overpaid stuntmen and shit it's like funny. that. I remember um in the very beginning, like I was like so excited to be in like in a wrestling ring. Yeah. And like not even just in a wrestling ring. Like, did you do the jobber pull? Like you pulled the rope. Even, like, I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, did, you like, grabbed like, the top rope and uh, like and before I lock up, I would smile. <laughs> and then Brian would look at me like, "Yo, why are you smiling for? Yo, yo, wipe that smile off your face, son. Wipe, like, I was like, "Oh, all right. <laughs> let, me, let me wipe that smile off." And then from that, I'm like, "I look mad. I'm like, I look mad, angry." But as far as the work that goes into training to be a wrestler. I don't think people, like, going in, I don't think people expect what you're going to get. There's a big, big emphasis on basics at House of Glory. Right. Like, lockups. Right. Chain wrestling. 
your rolls, right? Bumping, making sure everything is crispy. So you go out there, you're a good represent- representation of yourself, a great representation of the school. It's not because it's not it's not just about you. Do you do you, do you watch the shows like Breaking Ground and shit like that on WWE Network and stuff like that, or like the Tough Enough and stuff like that? Honestly, honestly, don't. I, I don't have the network, so uh, honestly, don't. Don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll find somebody to hook you up with the. the thank you, thank you. No, because I, I have it. He can't have that password. <laughs> hey, we're, not, we're not that close. You guys don't know some tag teams. Yeah, straight, <laughs> straight. Because you, you can feel the teamwork that's going straight on. Straight New Japan World for me, son. But like, the reason I, I asked because they they show you know their version of what. The guys are doing they're doing their their roles they're doing their they're they're hitting the ropes they have to hit it a certain number of times like that's not even a a a, a small portion of what you guys go through really? when you're working really? no because you know like a lot of that I'm, I'm gonna assume a lot of that is for the cameras right what we do at house of glory is not for the cameras mm. it's for the benefit of us right because brett ryan what? Brian and Red have our best interest at heart. Okay. And they want to make sure that we're the best that we could possibly be. Right. Actually, the only portion of Breaking Ground that I've actually seen is a scene that Amazing Red instructed us to watch. Right. And it's a scene where... I'm not, I'm not going to say scene. Cause I'm gonna, I'm, I, was, I, I just want to blow some smoke up his ass for a minute because yeah. I love Red. Red is cool, so... I, I just want to say that, man. Don't mean to toot my own horn here. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You might want to. Hold on, I might have that for you. There don't, you don't, don't, don't. <laughs> and he does it like we're, like we're in the Saratoga races. <laughs> but I know, I know, and and, and since I I followed House of Glory from since probably the beginning, I know how much they they believe in you guys. Because if not, they wouldn't invest their time that they do with you guys. When was it that? You knew that you were about to get that call when you was gonna get your your first match. Like when did you know, Smooth? Actually, well, I believe Chris and uh, Chris worked shows before as a single. As a single, Chris, you, I, got that. I remember you did the first House of Glory. Who did you fight the first? I forgot who you fought that it night. Was Brandon Resta. Right, you fought Brandon uh, that night. Um, did, I got my ass beat. Did you take the um? <laughs> did you take the? Did you take the skull fuck? I did not. Wow. <laughs> Gladly. I did. Wow. <laughs> I'm lost here. I'm, I'm glad. Don't, yeah, you don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't give me details. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. When you first of all, wait. Shout out to Brandon for doing skull fucks all over the damn place <laughs> for years now. <laughs> did um, was it when when you guys came together? Was it you guys were paired together, or did you find like the magic amongst yourselves? Did, or, or like how 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 was the inception of? Um, New York Wrecking Crew. How did it, it happen? Was, it was an idea. The from, genius from the idea higher, of Brian XO. From the higher ups. Okay. Yeah. And then we just clicked from there. It was a... Yeah, because when I saw you guys first, when you first... When I saw the like you guys coming together, I was like, that that actually looks like a fucking... Like a, 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 a strong squad right there. Like... It looks like you guys were meant to be. Like, you guys could play off of each other very well. We, were, we worked together. The higher ups saw it. And to them, it just clicked. They saw something in us. Right. And they decided to just stick us together. And since then, we've been, like, in the ring, inseparable. And it's, no, well, New York, New York Wrecking Crew is not even, it's not a, it's not a tandem. You guys are actually a a faction, aren't you? No, we are a tag team. We are a tag team. The trust. trust Oh, the trust is right. Excuse me. The trust is a family. Because I haven't seen the trust in a minute. The last time I saw the trust was um, during the student show in July when you guys were at, um, was it uh, July, August in the one year? It was in, um. And Elks, 
I saw the whole we debuted. Yeah, the correlation app. Yeah, it was at Elks. That's when I saw you guys. We were together in August and October. Yeah, because I I must have went to the bathroom. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but um. I'm sorry. Well, I, I was at the see, bar. Now not, see, now what? I'm, you deserve I'm, to, I'm, you deserve I'm to just going to Since you made. Oh. All right, fine. I'll take that. You deserve, you deserve to get in your sign. For you <laughs> and anyone else that may have been in the bathroom in August. I was in the bathroom. Not, not at the bathroom. At for the, the August show. At, at October's show, I probably All was right. at the bar. There we go. Because if anyone, <laughs> if anyone else didn't notice, we actually defeated Nikki Heat. And the handicap heroes who, that who, I saw, who, who, who are no slouches. That, no, that that I saw. That, yeah. that that I paid. I paid attention to. I just didn't know that it was the full trust yeah. thing. Uh, yes, it was. But sadly, Shapiro was not there that day. Shapiro was banned from the building that night. Oh, didn't stop us. Oh, so, oh, so. will he be back anytime soon? He will, he will be, be back, back in December. What happened? He didn't pay his dues. That month of time, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You guys have speaking of which you guys have a big event a big event coming December eleventh. Yeah, yes, we do. Civil War. That's the glory civil war. Hashtag H O G Civil War. That's a big night, man. Yes, it hey, is. You got you guys got um Mr. Mr. Johnny Mundo, aka John Morrison, going against uh PJ Black. PJ Black. The Darewolf. The Darewolf. Oh, if you guys don't know, this 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 guy is he's beautiful, he's sexy, he's wrestling, he's the man. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wouldn't just, go you, anywhere. You, you went off. The I wouldn't go anywhere near that far. I'm, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, then we also have um the <laughs> we have the big match, the which is Mister CEO himself, Brian XL, going up against the, boss. the fan the the fans' favorite, the man who everyone loves, Mister Amazing Red. Loser, lo- loser leaves town in a steel cage. In a steel cage. Yes, it is in a cage. That's that's amazing. Your that, guy. Yeah. What do you guys have lined up for that night? You guys know yet? We put out a challenge to Herbal Affairs and Nick. Um, Herbal Affairs. There's there's not any play on words when it comes to that name, is it? Not at all. No, right? I mean, it's just Jimmy. It is. It's what you think. It's, it's, it's just it Jimmy Blaze. Oh. Jimmy Blaze. I don't know what he blazes. Rembrandt Lewis. Rembrandt Lewis. Um. He blazes K2 because he really thinks he's going to beat us on <laughs> All that hallucinations. Oh, so that night, uh, December 11th, bell time is 8 o'clock. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, doors open at... <laughs> I'm sorry, because the doors never open on time, so I'm sorry. Doors open, supposedly, at 7, 6, how it goes. And, uh, I mean, it is worth the wait. That, it, thank it you. I, pitch it. Pitch it, guys. Hell pitch yeah. it. <laughs> you get the ticket. You can get tickets online at where? Houseofgloryonline.com. Nice. And you could also... Can you go to the school and pick them up as well if you, you want to buy You can do that also. You can do that also. All right. So when or you, if there's any ladies out there, you can slide in my DMs. You still got to pay though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you guys, <laughs> speaking of ladies sliding your DMs, you guys um, any guy, you guys had a met any uh, ring rats yet? Any any ring rat action yet? Oh no, I don't. We don't discuss that. <laughs> we are House of Glory students. We have class. That's right. I am a child of God, right. so my half black praise him. My yeah. half blackness will not concur me to answer <laughs> yeah. these type of questions. Praise him. We're all questions students are questions of faith. With the devil, sir, and it is Sunday. Speaking of, since you it's, it's you you're, you're very much family people. How did your <laughs> Chris? How did your family take that when you said I'm going to go into wrestling school? Oh my God, they hated it. <laughs> <laughs> they hated it so much. <laughs> Yeah, my mom gave me that like that random Dominican lady look. Like, <laughs> you, 
Like, really? De verdad. No. <laughs> no. Like, she, 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 she's, she's, she's Dominican and French and only understands French. And oh. That's crazy. <laughs> but she gave me that, like, like, they, it's crazy, like, they hated it so much. Like, they wanted me to be all types of other stuff. Like, they wanted me to be the football player. Yeah. They wanted me to be this. They wanted me to be that. Anything other than wrestling? Anything other than being what I wanted to be. Right. Like, oh, why don't you play football? Oh, yeah. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Like, why don't I just, like, wrestle and you have a Coke and a smile and shut the hell up? Yeah. Then she just (laughs) chopped you after that. Yeah. I'm like, yo. It's crazy. They start, they just now starting to to come around and be like. Have they watched any of your matches? Yeah, my uncle came to my uncle and my cousin came to. Uh, to oh, that's to, cool. To the um, herbal affairs match, no, not, not the, um, the handicap heroes one. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, so I know your brother, your brother and your um, your other yeah. family member. They go. How did your family like take you becoming? My entire family's been very, very supportive since day one. Yeah, yeah, and I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. But similar, to, similarly to Chris, my mom actually tells me to be a baseball player every day instead. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I try to tell her. Oh I yeah, because that can happen at any time. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna be picked any, up tomorrow. If anyone, yeah. if anyone in my family hated that I wanted to be a wrestler so bad, it had to be my father. Yeah, like because you know those the, the Jamaican parents. With a bum, my clad, y'all. Oh hey, oh hey, yo, yo, dad, chill out. Come on, I'm, li- I'm living my dreams here. Can you chill, please? So how's it been going? You guys are—I know you guys are getting booked all over the place. I see you guys posting bookings everywhere. Like, where's, where's the furthest you guys gone so far? I believe Massachusetts is the furthest that we've the gone. furthest you've gone was Canada because certain people here oh. don't have certain people here don't have um, passports. Together, the furthest we ever gone <laughs> is Massachusetts. But yeah. I have the you op- mean to tell me Canada won't let you in with just regular ID anymore and it doesn't happen anymore? Yo, my uh, man, I'm flipping. I'm slipping the game. I, I thought, I'm flipping right thought you could just slip him a twenty at the border. I would be like, no, hey, eh, we don't take twenties here, eh? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was given the opportunity by House of Glory Yo, Management. I was get beat up by a Mountie so quick. <laughs> nah. As I was saying, I was given the opportunity by House of Glory Management to travel with a group to Canada. How this was that? Past summer. It was it was an amazing experience. Yeah. To go over there in front of a new crowd. Mm. Uh and the the Canada fans are very, very passionate. Yeah. It's, it's like it, Canada. It's like a mecca. How is that like to go to different venues and see like the feel the different vibe you get from different like different crowds? Because let's say I would go, I go to House of Glory show, I'll go to ICW show. You can feel like the different atmosphere with the fans. Like how do you how do you how, how do you like adjust to that? The vibe you, you can't. <laughs> you don't when you state to state, it's like experiencing a different culture. Really, yeah. It's like House of Glory fans. Like it's not. It's not an insult, but our shows are at the New York City Arena, arena right smack dab in the middle of Queens. Right. So we have all these people that are from the city. Yeah. And then we'll go out to Excellence Professional Wrestling out in Pennsylvania, and it's a in Sellersville, and it's a small town. Right. And it's a nice small family environment, and they're they're both two lively crowds. But in two different ways. And then we go to Massachusetts, and then we get, like, called every name in the book. Yeah. Massachusetts, oh. <laughs> which is also a small town. <laughs> but they're just as yo, rowdy as a New York fan. Yo, we get called the Edward with the quickness. Wow. <laughs> is, is it out of love? <laughs> 
You would think. You would think. You it's would like think. they would. From what I hear out there, it's because I, I, I've been out there and I've heard it. It's like Massachusetts is like they use it as though if it's a, it's part of their vernacular. Like the, the N word is like saying like, what out there. I feel like every vibe is different, and you gotta like grow to adjust the vibe. And if you don't, then and that's it. How does it feel to see that? You know, you guys pretty much were there. Like you said, you were there since the inception, Chris, and you 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 came along. You've been vibing with it to see the the growth of House of Glory, like where it started from, and then to where it is now. It's 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 crazy. You guys are getting like five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred. You know, yeah, uh, fans you to know, go per from shows. that to go from that small boxing gym, the handball court, and, and the boxing gym. Yeah, <laughs> and then and actually, I love that boxing gym. And yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful to have gotten to debut there. Yeah, but my first show there was I'm gonna say my my first show working there was June 28th, 2014, mm. and then. In November, we were at New York City Arena in this big, big, big venue yeah. coming from that small boxing gym. I always, every time I go in there, I always think I'm going into like the, uh, the club yeah. from New Jack City. Every time me I go in there, I don't know why. I, I, think, I think I'm in Mania. Every time I'm in <laughs> nah, me personally, it's like when you have a vision and you just see through that vision, yeah. like nothing's going to stop you. Yeah. Like we went from the handball court to the gym. Packing two, three hundred people, yeah, and then going to the NYC Arena. Me personally, that was like a real big feat for me because when I went to Missouri and I saw Homicide versus Raven, yeah, the main event, and I'm like, yo, I want to wrestle here one day. And then now I'm wrestling here one day, and then that day comes, I'm like, yo, I can do everything. I can do anything now. Yeah, it, it, like, and that that venue really fits you guys. It's, it's gotten it, it, even when y'all first got in there, everybody was saying, "Wow, they're doing big things." But the usually, atmosphere, it would just feel like it wasn't going to be. Good, but the atmosphere, the feel of yeah. it, yeah. walk into there and it's like. I'm a, I'm, the plus, I appreciate the fact that you get alcohol in it. That's amazing. <laughs> that. You can get alcohol. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's that's what me. I can yeah, get alcohol. It's we're amazing. working. Speak for yourself. That's right. That's right. These guys are serious. They don't sit there and drink on the job. Damn it. I don't think anything less of House of Glory students. Shout outs to House of Glory management for making that happen. Yeah. For them, for having their vision, following through on it. Yeah, that, that, and bringing us students along with them. Yeah, that's for that, the ride. that, you know, and that's once again, that's another thing I can say that I, 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 I appreciate that I've, I've been able to see you guys grow within the promotion in the school. You guys have excelled. Like I could, I could walk down the street and bump into one of you guys and you guys won't act like, well, most of you don't act like assholes and just be like, oh, you just, you just I'm not, I'm not acting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. If, I, if I have a bad day, it's don't bother me. But we, 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 we like to see, especially when, when we're being fans, we, we like to see you guys and the, and the growth that happened within you guys. So are you guys gelling well together? Do you, do you see the, is the, is the, is the tag team, is it, is it, is it, Growing more day by day with you guys, or do you guys what do you guys butt heads about you know what like how matches are going to be and stuff like what that? Tag team doesn't butt heads. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been in the tag team ever except on <laughs> WWE 2K16. I don't know, but no, I mean, but like, what would be like a common thing that you guys would probably like fret over? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't agree. I don't believe we. I don't believe we argue over much. Right. I believe we pretty much get along very well. It's like it's like key things we'll argue about. But other than that, like we we jumped together real good. Yeah. How about um, 
you guys are now coming through, and I and I see you're getting you're, you're getting the heat. In case you people don't know, heat means that these guys are heels, and people like to boo the hell out of them. In case you don't know, they get the I don't, heat. I don't know what any of these terms are. <laughs> I don't either. And please don't come up to me talking about heat because I will punch you in the face. Yeah. I will. I will punch you in the mouth. Like yeah. I'm like I'm. Not so you're not you're not those guys. You hate hearing yeah, other. I really do. Like you're. you're I never understood that though. Like, I mean, is there is there a degree in which you don't allow? Would you not allow anybody talk like the 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 the, not, to, the, to, the, the lingo? Rest, if you're not a wrestler, and most wrestlers don't even do that, if you're not a wrestler and you're sitting in the bar, you're sitting behind the barricade and you're watching the show, right? Don't be like, oh, he's doing the heat. I will. I like stop. Don't do that. That's like you're taking away from people. Like, like watching the show. Okay, okay, wait, who wait. Don't like, know, who, do, who don't who don't know right. like, what the heat is and what a comeback For, is and what a false he is. Right. Like, if you're doing that, you're taking away from someone who doesn't know. That I that I can understand. I can get what you're trying to who's trying to invest themselves into this match. It's like if you're watching a movie and somebody's like gonna tell you what the fuck that oh that bitch gonna die with a knife in her head. Like, like, spoiler it, alert. <laughs> like, 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 what it, do you do? You make me wanna hit you. Put like, it, put I don't it, like that. Put it like this. As the wrestler in the ring, I am the performer. Right. And you, as a ticket holder, the right. ticket that you've paid for, you're a part of the crowd. You're a part of the audience. It is my job to put on the best show for you. Right. And I respect that, and I'm going to do it. It is your job. Yes, you can You can voice your opinion, but the, like I respect that you're a part of the audience. Right. Respect that I'm the performer. I'm not on your side. Of the, I'm not on your side of the barricade. Respect that you're not on my side of the barricade. So basically, and I respect that. So basically, the like your smart marks, the smarts are, are the ones who annoy the they annoy the fuck out of you. They do. Yeah. All right. Actually, you're all you're all voyeurs, uh, and right. you're here to watch and be entertained. Right. And I respect that, and I'm gonna entertain you, but don't try to act like you're part of this world. No, you think the in, you think the internet really killed the whole. Idea of of a kayfabe or um, no, I believe or knowing knowing the the wrestling the internet terminology. I believe the internet and, is annoying yeah. to the sense yeah. that they're all up in someone's business, right? But other than that, they don't they don't kill the business per right. se. It's the smart marks that are on the internet right. that kills the business because they're doing all this type of fuck shit, and then Damn. you're like, okay, yeah, because yeah. I don't have a filter right now. Okay, they do all this type of foolishness, that, and yeah. you're like, yo, like. Bring what, the heat. Like, what are you do, like? What are you doing? Like for real? Uh, okay, can I chime in here? Yeah, because I'm going to disagree with him. I don't believe it's the the internet or the fans that are killing the business. Because like this is the information era, right? You there, whatever whatever there is to know, you can find it on the internet. What I believe is slowly killing the business. Even though this business is growing right now and very lively, is performers that embrace that. Like I don't like I, I hate hearing people say kayfabe is dead, and right. it's, and it's sometimes it's like it's it's out of line for me to comment on it, cause like cause cause I'm cause I'm, I'm new myself, and but like I hate hearing people say that like kayfabe is dead. Don't let it die. I feel like I you know like, what and I and I do agree with that in a sense like, because you still want. Like, 
to have that mystique yeah. when it comes to our wrestlers. Like and, you said, and, like, like, like Chris says, you're I'm, a perf- you got to say you're yeah. a performer. Adjust. And like, you want to you want to put that show on. Like yeah. you don't want to hear that. I don't mean to cut you off. It's like we'll give you as much information as we want, as we will want to give you. Right. But to the people that give you all this information, just say throwing bags of information in your face. Right. And then they just run with it and then they'll get mad. Like, Oh, so why, like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? And they're like, you just did all of that. So like, you don't make no sense. Well, I always found it. I always find it to be that when you get smart marks like that, when you get the marks, whatever the case may be, who do stuff like that is because they weren't able to be where you guys are at now. Like they weren't able to fulfill what they felt that they can do. Like myself, when I was a kid, I, I learned all the terminology and lingos. I was, I'm, 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 I have a bit more age than you guys, but I, I knew that I wasn't going to be a wrestler. If anything that I wanted to do, I would have done like shit like this. I'd have been commentary and shit like that. But I learned it from young because I always thought it was interesting to learn shit like that. Like, you know, term like, Terminologies like that, but you have guys like uh, who have p- different podcasts and fucking um, internet fucking shows and shit who think they know way more than they should know. Like I'm the guy that I still want that mystique. I like to hear the rumors, it, it, you know, as stupid as they be, like they be, like the Dave Meltzers and all that shit. I like to hear it, but I also get mad at it because, like you said, kayfabe shouldn't be dead and it's not dead. Yeah. And you know, you get guys because I, I I hear it the front row guys and shit that they sit at y'all shows and they all oh and and that'll that'll be what bothers me <laughs> and I and I feel it because I sometimes I look at them and you know I of course you guys know me from House of Glory I yeah. I could be fucking obnoxious I know yeah. I could be but I also know that there's certain shit that you guys want to keep going and you guys have been able to hold yourself really well really well and I commend you guys for that. Once again, we got New York Wrecking Crew with us here at the Regular Season Podcast. You guys, once again, thank you for listening to us. You can get us at RageWorks.net as well as on iTunes. You could also get all back episodes of the Regular Season Sportscast, TRSS, as well as all other shows that are on the RageWorks.net umbrella. So you guys, I'm looking at as one of the... I'm going to say premier tag teams that are coming up. You guys Thank are you. young. You guys are vibrant. You guys have, 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 you guys have that look. You guys have a look like, I'm going to go in that ring and I'm going to beat the shit out of somebody. Thank you. And you've, I've seen it. You've done it. You guys have done it. Chris, five years from now, what do you want? I want to reach that next level. I want to reach that next level. I want to go possibly probably to Japan. Yeah? Yeah, I'd love to. That's like, out of everything... That's one of my biggest goals in life. Yeah. To go to Japan and wrestle in Japan. You know, it's funny because a lot of kids won't say that. And I'm not calling you nobody, a kid. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I don't mean to say, say you're a kid, but a lot of guys nobody would say that. of your, your genre and your age won't say that. Their whole thing is, I got to make it to WWE. I got to. That's I, that's going to be the, the ultimate goal. But for you to say Japan is actually... You know, uh, it shows your 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 admiration and your 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 love for the for the business because not a lot of people would embrace what Japan and wrestling, you know, they go hand in hand. So uh, when in five years, if you feel as though you can take it there, are you? Do you think you'll be ready by that time to make that big step? Hopefully, yeah. Because I mean, like a lot of people, I still got some growing up to do. Yeah. 
He'll be there in this in this business and in life in general. Yeah, he'll be there. It's a lot of it's a lot of it's, it's you you in the business. You got to mature fast. Like I've, I've heard I've a lot of faith. stories. You got to mature fast. I have faith that I'll make it to Japan soon. Smooth. What are you looking at for? What are you looking at for five years? I'm gonna go on record as saying now that in five years, I will still be in House of Glory because I see. I know, I know what the vision is. Right. And I'm a person like honestly like I'm not lazy but I like being home. Mm-hmm. Like right now like I love being in my house. Like, I like my downtime. And House of Glory is my home. Right. And I would love to spend as much time there as possible. Okay. So House of Glory is a big stage now. And you we spoke about how far we've come in the last couple of years. Give us five more years. Imagine what we can accomplish then. Yeah. It could be the big stages are New Japan, WWE, House of Glory. Right. And I don't see why that's not a possibility. I don't see why that's unfathom. unfathom do you think a lot of... Gonna, do you, do you I, think I didn't try of, to say that word. I forget that. I didn't that word. <laughs> do you think a lot of guys... That was not smooth. Do you think a lot of guys... <laughs> do, you think, <laughs> do you think a lot of guys aren't able to like embrace the fact that there is, you know... There is wealth and and and, and um and a and a good success by staying homegrown like that, you know. Because I I admire that. Because for myself, I would think the same thing. Like I do this fucking podcast that probably like six people listen to and download and shit. But I do it because I do it because I I'm comfortable. I'm at home. You know, I I love the fact that I do put it out there and people will listen to it and possibly enjoy it. Do you feel that it you know? That's a good. It's a good feeling to have that in your life that you could actually just do that and still be successful. Yeah, like if you look at the top guys that aren't in WWE right now, you have like AJ Styles, right. the Young Bucks, Ricochet's doing his thing. Right. Guys like JT Dunn who comes through House of Glory's doing his thing. John Morrison's doing his thing. Right. All these guys are making a good living just traveling. You don't have to be locked down into a contract right. to make that money. Mm. Like for me, like I, I can't speak for anyone else. For me, this is just my dream. I don't have to be a millionaire off of this. Right. I do want to be secure. And wrestling is plan A for that. And I'm going to do everything in my power for plan A to succeed. Especially in a time like this, there's no reason to not succeed. There's just so many places to go. And you could do it. Yeah, you could do a lot of stuff like with that. Do you see yourself the way you're speaking? Do you see yourself that possibly maybe, you know, becoming, since you want to be a little bit more homegrown and stuff, like more mentoring once you get seasoned in the business that maybe you could be more of a, you know, like in the trainer facility, like in a faculty and stuff like that? Do you think you can do that? Yes, I yeah. love, I love. You would do that, Chris? I'm green now. And whenever I find someone that's, I'm going to say green is goose shit, I'd love, I'd love to help. <laughs> like, like, like I'll, I'll be like, hey, it's, like two more days of this should be better good. than me. I love that. It's always good to give back and to give someone the Do you get that a lot from the new guys that are coming up? Because I see, I look at, I see you guys, I see the videos that you guys put up on Instagram. But if I, you know, just do a rundown of your social media site so that everybody can check you out on House of Glory. At House of Glory uh, Instagram, you also got a House of Glory on Facebook. I see a lot of you guys stuff there. And you guys are always having a new breed, new classes of guys that's coming in. Do you always yeah, every, do you like every to video share? of the class yeah. gets bigger? That's yeah. just a testament to yeah. how to how much House of Glory is growing. It's always cool to give back to someone. And you guys get like the knowledge. You guys get visitors galore that come through your doors. Like who was really? Chris, they're, who's they're, been They're not visitors, they're family. Those are those are friends of 
Brian, Red, and Eddie. If you want to think, of, if you want to think about videos, you want to think about the random pedestrians that just walk through and then look through the door. And like, yeah, we have to yell at them. Watch this train. That's, oh my God, I'm about to well up here. You guys are making me so sentimental right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Um, Chris, you've been there, like I said, you, like we've been saying from the beginning, like, you've, you've seen the, 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 the family that's come through and, and come stop by to give you guys, uh, words of wisdom and stuff. Like, who, who, I mean, although all of them are genuine and they all, no, they, they all are, like you said, family to you. But who was it that impacted you most that came through that door when you saw them? Jay Leto. Um, Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah. A, a tumultuous amount of reasons because if it wasn't for Mikey, they wouldn't be a House of Glory. Right. If it wasn't for Mikey, they wouldn't be no Amazing Red or or Brian Excel. Right. So, if we owe anyone like a big thing of gratitude, it'll be have to be Mikey. But yeah, that was like the two big people that came. Like for me, anyway. Um, Eddie, mm. Chris, Chris Devine, right. Um, Xavier coming through sometimes. Right. Um, Loki, Loki was a was a was one of the big ones. Yeah, I see. I because I I the one thing I could say is that you know everybody likes to put you know what 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 stars they have in front of their shows or as they main bill and you know that's that's their main event. That's the guys. But with House of Glory, I, I commend because you don't have. Just main event guys. You guys have individuals who come in and want to help and instruct you guys, give you guys, you know, you know, pointers not only in in the ring but life stuff that you need to to build on to become successful, which is an, an awesome thing. And yeah, like you put like you pull out these big names like the AJ Styles, Low Key, Samoa Joe. All these guys they haven't just come through to work shows for House of Glory. We've been given the opportunity to do seminars with these guys. Right. And learn from them through House of Glory and the opportunity that they present to us. And that and that's just that's besides being in there with Red and Brian, Chris Devine almost every day. Right. That's one of the biggest blessings that I've received since being as part of House of, a part of House of Glory. So honestly, for those three names that I just rattled off, at different points of my career I've honestly looked up and probably wanted to be all of those guys right and and once again you guys have shown and proven and within the yeah and i can even say the last year you guys as a as a as a tag team have excelled far beyond even maybe your own expectations and i commend you guys you guys have done a fantastic job thank you, you got the new york wrecking crew up in here guys got chris seaton and Smooth Blackman, which i always love yelling out saying yo that's a racist name damn it smooth Blackman. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, give you guys your own shout outs. We'll do a rundown of what you what you guys what you got plugging. What you what you plugging over there? Come on now, please. You oh you need me to give you oh well, nice. <laughs> well, well first off, houseofgloryonline.com. Yeah. All information about House of Glory shows, the school, everything you need is on houseofgloryonline.com. How how when when like how many kids? How many guys do you take? Or uh, males, females? Like, are y'all? You guys take students often, or do you take them in by class? How is it that you guys? You guys take we them take in? People in often. Yeah. And Just anybody could come so, in at any time. You don't have like a. Uh, I'll uh, say I'll say this: anyone can come in at any time, 
if you find out you're not cut out for this, you can leave at any time. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, because I mean, I, I don't know if they could come in like, yeah, hey, you could, you could do the yeah. beginners class like tomorrow. Do you guys yeah. have like sessions that you start with with yeah, guys, or they could they could just come in at any time? Generally, you just I guess guys start at the beginning of every month. We get we get inquiry we get inquiries every day. Guys oh, okay. come in, stop at the door, ask questions. There's not, interested. A, there's not a day that we'll train and then we'll see a new person just walk in and yeah. talk about how he wants to join, he or she wants to join, and they, like people give them information. Yeah, how's it going? We're, we're very humble. Like we're not like our school isn't in a business area, right? Or some in some secluded area where we can just be private. We're we're in a neighborhood. Yeah, like there's a church. And there's a church on one side of us. A laundromat on the other. Very, very, very humble beginnings. We in, we're in all of the action. No, you're 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 in the mix. It's it's easy to get to, guys. Check yeah. the information. You can take the M train there. I know. I, I can hook you up. <laughs> it's still a walk, and that walk is a bitch. But, <laughs> oh, man. So, go ahead, Chris. Do your rundown. Go ahead. Get your promo on. I'm Put it my down Twitter, there. Twitter. I am Chris Seaton. That's like one full thing. From my Instagram, international doubles underscore ninja. I love that name. <laughs> it, was, it was that's a long story with that one. <laughs> for my Snapchat, it's I am Chris period Seaton, and for my Facebook, it's just Chris Seaton. So if you guys are in social media and you want to get at me any way you can, that's what it is right there. And as for myself, Instagram smooth blackman underscore h o g, Twitter at smooth blackman. Again, also check out HouseOfGloryOnline.com on Instagram at Hog Wrestling on Twitter, also at Hog Wrestling. And on December 11th, you can catch me and Smooth Blackman and every other House of Glory superstar at the NYC Arena because we will present Civil War. Remember, guys, <laughs> before like with the, with the trap music behind me. <laughs> Civil War is not so civil, ladies and gentlemen, and you will find out on December 11th. Also, check out Excellence Professional Wrestling. Two guys, too many cooks, very popular in Sellersville, doing their thing out there, along with the Chikara roster, other House of Glory standouts. Alrighty, guys. We're going to come back after halftime. Like you said, listen to this track. This is from... At Rapper Life, Rapper Life brings us to halftime. See y'all in a minute. Before we start clapping shit, I'm half the activist, but the loud got me hella bent. The flips with the Haitians, that shit be amazing. We smoking Jamaican, my mom clip be stinking. The flips was amazing, my mom clip be stinking, cause we smoking Jamaican. We smoking Jamaican, we smoking Jamaican, my mom clip be stinking. Shit was amazing. Rico man. Rico without bro. Rico without bro. Be all of my nigga. Be all of my nigga. the whole thing. Since my love made. This back to four jump. Bitches Caucasian. We do this for brothers. We all got the patience. So I keep it on me. Now your niggas racing. Be all of my niggas. Be all of my killers. Be all of my drillers. Be all of my dealers. These niggas can't stop us. They pull like a pass. 
Nigga shot like a roster. This 40 gon' drop it. Do niggas like boo shit? I don't like boo shit. My niggas start shooting shit. Start aiming at group shit. They load up the cartridges. Like they got no Tinder bricks. This 30 start dumping shit. Now y'all niggas runnin' quick. I stay on my bookie web. I'm dead to work to the free. I call up Naughty, he gon' pull up with the gate. I call up Cody, he gon' knock your ass right off that yellow paint. And I call up Rico, 10 bands, 20 bands, nigga tryna get paid. I don't know that this is shit, cause I stay on a mission, bitch. These niggas, these little kids, they all need a whipping quick. They took up a headshot, they all in that back, they be cleaning the street and shit. Will I be with the goons? They strap with the tool, they ready to act. These bitches are basic. They put on no makeup that make them look fun. She blew the whole team. Now you lookin' on man, shoulda known she was hard. You shoulda known that. When you told all your homie that shorty was doing. Don't know what you thinkin'. You shoulda be thinking me just for scoring. Do you all on your gator shit? We all on our finny shit. Now lost a lot of niggas. Now I'm sippin' this Remy quick. I feel like bad when I got this handy all in my cup. She star jeans. By the car with the turn about the cop me a duck. It's no There is no changing. I'm on my niggas. I day in a mansion. Call up a couple niggas that belong in detention. We all messed up. My nigga, we banging. We chop you off the block. Call up your movers. Any nigga got a problem? Call up them shooters. We got shooters too, but they ain't no hoopers. Respect the squad, got thirties and Ubers. Never run, never will, my nigga say fuck that. If I got the cannon on me, then you get your no left. After broke died, I stopped using codeine. Now it's more loud nights and more chasing my dream. Burning BK, crown heist, they made me. Notion and Pacific, it used to be brazy. My blood brother bugs, you don't want him angry. Cause we both pop out and try to Score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. Now, what happened? You gotta get on the mic. What is that? Every time I hear that part, I think about Jane Child's I Don't Wanna Fall in Love. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, but it always like. Every time I hear that, I just, I just want to say, I don't want to fall in love. I don't know how that ties it. Wait, hold on, wait. I might hear it. Wait. Yeah, it might, yeah, it might fall in. It's like, that'll be so clean. As soon as you hit that part, just like, just spin that off, and then you'd be like, oh, I wanna fall in love. All right, guys. First of all, halftime was brought to you by Rapper Life at Rapper Life. R A P P A L I F E. 
get them at Instagram as well as on Facebook, Rapper Life, as well as on their webpage, rapperlife.com. If you got that fire, son, you want to spit that beat, got that whole thing, thing, you holding them 16 balls, check them out at Rapper Life, y'all. Do the thing. Yo, you got that You got that thing to make people do their thing? Get them videos you want to shoot. Yo, Go to rapperlife.com. Yo, shout out to Jay Santee. Sound like an old disc jockey from like the early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Cypher, don't get gassed. You guys want to play? Yeah, man. What are we playing? We are playing. What's going on, Red Zone? We doing tag team or R&B group? Since you guys are a team, and I mean, you know it's funny because you guys also an R and B group. Man. <laughs> That's all for record. Yo, we're R and B group on Sundays. It's funny because they'll karaoke bars. You guys don't even hear them like when the mics are down. They over here singing because they see the microphones on. They got the headphones on. They over here singing freaking Jodeci and Drew Hill songs and shit. So you got ten questions. You got to decide whether or not. If the team I mentioned is a tag team, or are they an R&B group? You ready? First up, three count. They are a tag team. That is a tag team. That's right. You have a tag team. That's Tank Abbott's favorite tag team. It is. That's your bonus points right there. (laughs) Next up, we have... Total. That is an R&B The best R&B trio I've ever listened to in my headphones. Oh, oh. There you go. Next up, Bad Attitude. Sounds like a tag team. I'm going to say R&B. I'm going to say R&B. It sounds like a baggy pants R&B. Come on, you guys got to, you got to, what is it? Tag team or R&B? Oh, well, we have to agree. Yeah, yeah, you have to agree. I can't be have split decisions. No. <laughs> can one of the... Can Work we, as a team. Damn, can we get half a point? No. <laughs> Yo, my man, what are you doing? Uh, I say R&B, but... Uh, I'll say R&B, too. I mean, Bad Attitude sounds like a gym. No, uh, that is a tag team. Yes. That's actually Yo, Bobby Eaton and Kevin Kern. Bad Attitude sounds like an wow. R&B group that wears baggy pants all the time. <laughs> Like mad baggy pants and baggy shirts. You know what I'm saying? Aisha back in the 90s. <laughs> Next up, we have H-Town. R&B of course group. it's r group. I was the H-Town yesterday. <laughs> That's right. Next up is Changing Faces. <sighs> that sounds like an r group to me. I'm going to go. Changing gonna... Faces sounds like a, like a shade of dark-skinned people. A dark-skinned person <laughs> going into like one waffle-colored Negro. <laughs> That's my, te- that's my team with groups. What you gonna say? <laughs> that's my team with the groups. <laughs> no. So oh, that's a group man. or a tag team? Sounds like a group. That's oh. Right. Do you mind if I stroke you up? Oh, really? Oh. That's them, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice vocals, though. Thanks, nice thanks. You got, uh, next up is Doom. Tag team. That's Butch Reed and Ron Simmons, man. Come on. With Teddy Long as the with Teddy Long as the freaking There you go. Come on, guy. Uh, Come on, guy. Next up is Guy. Nice. Uh power and glory. I can tell you. 
There we go. Yeah. Uh, Jagged Edge. On the group. Me, me, I'm stopped right there. <laughs> nah, not getting yo, my record built today. No copyright infringement, guys. Come on, I, like I gotta put this on YouTube soon. I ain't got no money. Bad influence. It sounds, oh, it sounds like an army group, but it's really a tag team, guys. <laughs> you guys did well. That's you know, it, guys. That, you know, that, in, that influence sounds like an army group that makes you want to cut school. I thought, <laughs> I thought of mindless behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, like group. Immature, no. immature, immature. And for that, I got to give you. <laughs> that was score in the red zone, y'all. I, I figured you guys would enjoy, you know, the whole R&B tag team thing, seeing as though that you guys were really enjoying the headphones and microphone things today. Yeah. So you, you, you look like you. I'm look. enjoying this whole podcast right now. Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. Right. I got an endorsement from and Chris now, C. I'm and using, thank you. And I'm using this term very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> you guys fucking suck. I'm about to throw you out of here soon. Yeah, you swallow on Sunday, sir. No, that's not true. I do it on payday. It's Friday, motherfucker. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you going real loose right now. Interview turn low. So what you guys got coming up for you? Uh, any any other bookings you got coming down? Uh, December 11th, House of Glory Civil War. December and December 12th, 12th we RPW, have RPW. Winter Wonder Slam nice. in Massachusetts. And then we were, we're wrapping up for the whole year. So who knows? What you think the clan is going to be in, in the in the building when you go to Massachusetts? Wow. If the clan's in the building, say. you're going to get punched in the mouth like every other person. I wouldn't say that much. What? I, I like yeah, the yeah. RPW crap. I'm very, I'm very I'm, I love crowd. them too. But you know what? If the clan kind of shows up, wow. they will get punched in the face. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not gonna be attacked by that. <laughs> you don't have my back. Shit. You don't have my back. Do you? So has it been? Has it? Has the bookings? Has the bookings becoming easier for you guys nowadays? Has it been it's really been, good? It's becoming real easy. It's becoming real fun. Yeah. And I'm enjoying every minute of every second of every day. I've noticed with you guys, you guys don't have the the um the typical tag team look when it comes to like your ring gear. You guys don't have like the matching outfits and stuff like that. Are you planning on doing something like that or you just want to keep it rugged and raw like that? Just like fuck it, we come in the ring the way we come in. I'm behind on my gear. But honestly we do <laughs> we do honestly we do match. I don't see I don't see, I don't see that. We wear black and red. Yes, that is the most that, the realest thing I've heard. Real <laughs> I have a very old school you look. It, you heard it first. I have a very old school look. I do. I, I like that classic, very, very classic singlet, look. Singlet, wrestling shoes. No knee pads. Knee pads. <laughs> my knee pads are down by my ankles, a la Ric Flair. That's, there you go. A la Amazing Red. There you go. Taka Michinoka. Yo, Ric Flair's knee pads is under his kneecaps. <laughs> are they on his knees? No. Oh, on his they're on his shin. They're right there. Barely. <laughs> yo, yo, your kneecaps are getting at work. <laughs> my kneecaps are fine. I'm a very old school worker. But so 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 there is there is uh, uh, something in the future in which there is new I hope when you pay off your dues you guys are still together and it's not like you guys are broken up and then you we're pay not, you pay your um look, you pay your look, your look, we're not. your wrestling don't, gear don't off. Do that. Look, don't do that. When I, when I start main eventing, I don't know this person. <laughs> really, like, really. Okay. 
I hope, and yo, yeah, I, thought, I hope, and I hope you yo, guys. I thought we were all together today. Nah. I'll cool. be Jay, you'll be Memphis Blake. Oh. <laughs> I love you, Chris. Yo, I'm living up for your money. If you don't know what that is, go yo, back to the 90s, get yo, in the time machine, and look yo, up what man. Jay and me Yo, what? my man. I will be so cool being Memphis because I know I got a black card with your name on it. Exactly. I was about to say, that's not a bad thing yo, to I'm living, I'm living my Marcy Project life with that's style, not, B. He even <laughs> said it in his song. He said it. He said, Memphis Bleak will always be paid if I'm still making music. I got to admit, I would. What? I would like a lifetime supply of Durex. Got it, yo, my man. Oh man, listen. I want to thank you guys again. You guys have been awesome. Yo, it's a pleasure to have. Thank us, you once yeah, again. New York Wrecking Crew up in here. Chris Seaton and Smooth Black man. Right. Give, give your shout outs once again. New York Rundown for your social media yo, outlets yo, and everything. Yo. What's coming up? December eleventh, man. Big big card coming up. Man. December eleventh at the so New York City cool. Arena. Ninety-one, twelve, one hundred forty-fourth place in Jamaica, New Avenue, York. Brother. House of Glory presents Civil War, Dream Match, John Morrison, PJ Black, and also on that card, Loser Leaves Town, Brian XL versus Amelia in a steel Red. cage. You would not want to miss that. Do Trust you? Me. Trust me, guys. Do you have a dog in that fight? By the way, Jack. Oh, in that fight? Yeah. Oh man, please in a steel cage. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I want to give my full opinion on it, but all that stuff. But I'm a Brian XL guy, actually. I really, I really, wow. I, I really, yes. Listen, when I started in House of Glory, I, I we used to hate him because I always hated that whole, you know, his whole look coming in the ring and stuff, and, and, and being the man of faith and all that. We used to boo the shit. We were probably like the only people that booed him. The regulars were probably the only people that booed him. And then once he turned wait, wait, heel, wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna, once he, once I'm he gonna go on record saying that that was wrong. Why? You booed the man of faith. <laughs> you, are, you are a pitiful That's all I'm going to say. Then booing a once, man of faith. A once man he turned, of God, my man. Once he turned on House of Glory and became the CEO and, oh, the I embraced boss? it. Oh, the boss? Oh, I embraced it. So I was like, yes, yes. I was so happy that he enjoyed my sign, Brian X Heel. I loved it. It was amazing. But I am going, I, I am going to say that I am going on the record to say I want, I, I want Brian to win. And the reason why is because Red doesn't follow me on Instagram. Brian that, does. That, wow, that's, that's, why. <laughs> that's, why. that's why. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. You're, you're he go- follows you're, you're my going, wife. You're going for likes right he now. He follows my wife on Instagram. He doesn't follow me. Shit. I'm going to throw this out I mean, there. your I'm wife his, is cooler. I'm his student. Probably, yeah. I'm his student, <laughs> and Brian doesn't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he follows me. So. Uh, shut up. Exactly. Shut up. I... I, 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 so I'm going for Brian in that one, but um, you guys, like I said, just do, just finish your run now. Get your get your social media stuff out there. Revival yeah. Pro Wrestling, December 12th, the very next day, Winter Wonder Slam in Massachusetts. So guys, if you are in the Massachusetts area, I suggest you come down to Palmer, Massachusetts, because we will be punching people in the face vigorously. Or take the drive. It's worth it. <laughs> For your entertainment. Exactly. Go out there. Go get the hot dogs and the the, the, the water and see them. See all, New York all City Wrecking Crew. All them nachos. And Beat we are, the shit out of somebody. And huh? we are back in the wonderful town of Sellersville, January 23rd for Excellence Professional That shit just sounds creepy. You go to Sellersville, it sounds like there's like. 
It's a beautiful Pitch town. It's beautiful and... people. <laughs> it actually, it's, actually, it's actually a good place. Yeah, it's, it's a very nice lovely place. Anything that ends with Ville creeps the fuck out of me. It always seems as though that X is in the distance. It's just, look, for me, it's just, just because you watched Amityville Horror like 3,000 times. I'm just All saying. All their movies I'm does not saying. mean every freaking town that ends with the word Ville. I just it just seems as though it's like in the outskirts of fucking hell, and you're about no, to get lynched no, or whatever. That's, that's Brownsville. Oh, you see, there, there you go. Yeah. There you just proved my point. There you we see, go. there we go. But then yeah. that's that's a <laughs> don't, don't step out there. Hit yourself. Hit your hit your. You will take that L train in your underwear. Hit your hit your hit your your social media spots on Instagram and Facebook, Mister International underscore Ninja. All right, so my Twitter is I am Chrissy, and that's one whole thing. And my Instagram is International two underscores Ninja. That is International Ninja two underscores. And my Snapchat is I am Chris period Seaton. Oh, what did we see on your Snapchat? Is there any peekaboos that we need to? Nope. And... <laughs> No eggplants? No, no, please. Wow. No, no, I'm not the game. Um, <laughs> and for my Facebook, it's just Chris Seaton, because you will find all my coolness and all my social media debauchery and shenanigans, all my social media. So if you want to have fun and laugh a little and get serious, that's it. Enjoy. <laughs> for myself, Instagram. At smoothblackman underscore because I'm too smooth for two H O G, Twitter just at smoothblackman, and you can find all of my appearances, all the crazy things I say right there in social media land. Yeah, thank you, thank you for for, for sharing that because your boy in the background, Mister uh, Mister Panda Beast himself, he he wasn't helpful at all. I don't he, know why uh, he's even here. He, <laughs> he heard beer and he was he's coming just, through. He just, <laughs> Yo, yo, he's a freaking straggler. I, yo, he's a random person. I don't know why he's here. You like a, you look like a homeless hipster. <laughs> Once again, I wanted to thank you guys for coming through. New York City Wrecking Crew, House of Glories, up Cheer. and coming in premier tag team. We're coming back later on and let the you trust, guys baby. know what's going down with FanDuel, uh, DraftKings, and all stuff sports related. See ya. So in other sports news, it seems as though the gambling sites known as FanDuel and DraftKings have found themselves in a bit of a legal pickle. Seems as though that the Nevada Gaming Commission and the state of Nevada as well has deemed the practices of FanDuel and DraftKings uh, an illegal practice of gambling website. And when that became news and became part of what would be the beginning of a lawsuit for that state, New York picked up on it and began to uh, review the situation as well and deemed the websites illegal practice as well. So New York has also joined in with the barring of said websites. The Boston 
based uh, DraftKings seems to have run into some some legalities when it comes to getting their participants their money back with the deposits each players will place in a certain amount of monies so that they can make their uh, allotted points so they can receive players and such it, it, we, we discussed it in earlier episodes on how you can play DraftKings but nonetheless it now seems to be all tied up that participants who it is said that it's about 375,000 participants in New York City alone for DraftKings and just for the state of New York alone it's over 1 million for FanDuel that neither participants for said companies are able to receive the deposits back so any of you guys who are in these websites I know you're having problems uh, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any clearing for it anytime soon but uh, there was a juncture said this past Friday in which uh, participants of the websites uh, protested in front of the New York's uh, Manhattan Supreme Court with also the owners and uh, shareholders for FanDuel and DraftKings to hope to move along the process to get participants their monies, but the judges declare that they are yet decided to begin the opening process of getting participants said money. So good luck you guys and hopefully you, you you'll be able to get your money sometime soon. But as for betting, it's not gonna happen. And at the end of the day, it's all about it's all about who's gonna get their money. And I'm not talking about the participants. I'm talking about statewide. Vandal and DraftKings are most likely paying their state taxes, but they're not paying what is supposed to be the luxuries tax for the gambling purposes. So if you have a company or business company that you're paying your state tax for, that's fine. Your state tax for that's fine. But there's also the shared revenue of the gambling purposes in which other individuals are not getting their monies. So Nevada and New York are not getting that percentage, but each person is, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're finding ways to, you know, go through the loopholes of still participating in draft in DraftKings. There's, been some uh, social media outlets or who are sharing uh, uh, participants who are able to get across state lines to still bet and still be able to get their money. It's it's crazy, but can you imagine? You're you have to get if you're in New York, you have to get on New Jersey Transit, go across to let's say Newark or Jersey City, and you're able to play, make your bets there. And then have to come back and hopefully you're able to win because you're still able to you're still able to receive wins because it's all about where exactly you played. But who knows? Those are just rumors. Uh, But for those who have been participating, uh, good luck. And I hope that you guys are able to get your money, at least your, your deposits back. So it seems for next year, the NBA, well, it, 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 it's more, it seems like the NBA is going to have a, what could be compared to as in, in uh, European soccer, they have what is a champions league, which you have 
certain players who are going to be able to participate in a separate league from across the across the the, the, the globe. So there, there, it seems that there's going to be 16 teams who are going to participate in this league, and there will be uh, representatives from Europe, China, uh, certain certain parts of I believe they said. Uh, it's England as well. It's a team based in Canada, and of course, across uh, New York has their team and some other parts of the United States as well. Once future developments of this league happens, I'll give you the rundown. I think this is really cool. I actually am looking forward to seeing this. I want to be a part of looking at what it. it you know, some may believe that this is like a retirement type league, but I think it actually would be pretty fun to see. Uh. One one star in particular that's already been uh, said to be a part of this league is Rashid Wallace. I I I, I I'm excited. This is going to be kind of cool. I would love to see how this happens and how is it going to go about. So once this starts transpiring, I will give you guys uh, details on how this will occur and when will be the earliest we will be seeing this league begin. This week, the MLB released their winners of the Rookie of the Year, AL and NL, as well as their Managers of the Year, AL and NL. Uh, first up for the NL Rookie of the Year went to Chris Bryant for the Chicago Cubs. I believe I predicted that this kid was going to win it. He had a tremendous year. Uh, congratulations to him. Standout performance. He helped Chicago uh, make their way into the playoffs. And they had a strong showing, very, very strong showing. I don't, I don't see that this this team is going to be a one year fluke. Chicago with Chris Bryant in their lineup looks to be to be a, a force to be reckoned with for next year as well. So congratulations to him. And in the AL, the Houston Astros, Carlos Carrera, shortstop, won the AL Rookie of the Year. Kid also played outstanding. Uh, I, I, his, although his batting was 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 decent and play, he was he played well. I believe his his fielding, his defense was very key to Houston being a strong, strong team this year. And uh, congratulations to him. He's another one of those kids. He's young, st- stand out, a, a good representation of what the Houston Astros are looking forward to moving on with in the future. That's a it's a nice so nice look for them. As for NL Manager of the Year, I don't believe there's a no shocker that uh Joe Madden from the Chicago Cubs received Manager of the Year. It was first year in and first year as Manager of the Year. That's you know that's that's quite a feat, man. Congratulations to him. He did a fantastic job with Chicago, bringing them uh almost almost to the promised land. And for the AL Manager of the Year, it went to Jeff Bannister for the Texas Rangers. Uh, he he was able to take a club that was looking subpar in the beginning of the season, that they didn't look to be the, the dominating force. And right after the All-Star break, was able to push them through past the Houston Astros to take that division. Uh, congratulations to them as well. 
as of this recording, the Cy Young for both divisions and the MVP for both divisions has been yet to be announced. So when that is done, I will let you guys know in the future. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a read at a new issue of Tropical Tabloid. So for this week, I'm going to tie in MMA and pro wrestling together because apparently there's a lot going on on both ends of the spectrum in regards to both of these sports. So unless you guys were trying to find water on the red planet or were living in a shelter from Fallout 4, you guys might have missed that uh, this past Saturday on uh, at a UFC 193 that the Queen of the Ring, Miss Rowdy Ronda Rousey, uh, took an L. Yeah, that's it. The undefeated streak is no more. The Queen of Mean was dethroned by who many may say was an upset spoiler of the night, Miss Holly Holm. Which, to be honest with me, I. Okay, let, I mean, let me be honest. I, 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 I predicted that Ronda Rousey was going to win. I'm not going to say that. You know, I, I was one of those who thought that she was not going to win. I mean, the woman was undefeated. She was she was putting away opponents quicker than anybody else was. Check this out. This is this is this funny because she predicted her own loss. This is on Jimmy Fallon. Courtesy of NBC's Tonight Show. This one's going to be a much longer fight because she's a 19-time boxing world champion with 100% takedown defense and like head kick knockouts. I mean, she's she's undefeated and an amazing athlete. I think the biggest threat definitely to me, especially on paper and stylistically. And she's the type of fighter that you have to be very, very patient with. I feel like she's going to try and like keep distance and keep far away from me and get me frustrated until yeah. a point I'll make a mistake and she can try and kick me in the head but it's not going to go like that not the way she wants do so you, so you see how you're changing right now yeah oh yeah yeah she 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 pretty much yeah, called it out herself she knew which is smart because at least she was prepared to know what Holly Holm was going to bring to her but and by the way if you guys had not seen what she was wearing tonight on the Tonight Show let's just say grrr, oh it was so uh, you go, Ronda. In any case, I to me, I didn't think it was that much of an upset victory because, once again, Holly Holmes is a boxer, and she was, you know, pretty much a strong competitor in boxing as well as she showed some 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 glimpse of uh, of stardom in kickboxing as well when she when she was training for that. So. Exactly what Rhonda said in the interview is exactly what played out. And while all the analysts and all all the the so-called professionals of the sport predicted that Rhonda was going to win, the one person who actually stuck their neck out to say the opposite, and I must commend him for that, was Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans, uh, pre-fight, said exactly to the T what Holly Holmes was going to do, and she did it. 
She she did exactly what it was. She gave it a this is the first round. You could tell that Ronda was frustrated. She couldn't she couldn't get as close as she wanted her or she wanted to be, so she could at least get some type of grapple on her to at least do it uh, to get a takedown or somewhat. She couldn't get that done, and when even even in, even during the first round. The way that Holmes was moving, she was able to slide away and, and dip over any 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 attempt of punches that was being thrown, and it looked it looked you know it looked sloppy. She looked as though like she her, Ronda's head wasn't even in the game, and then finally, in the second round when the opening happened, the lead in was the left, and then out of the no out of nowhere came that uh whew, that kick, Weesh. it looked like something out of Dragon Ball Z. It was like something that uh. That one of one of the androids served up to uh, Vegeta because the way that it came in, it came in quick and it came in swift. It was amazing, and uh, yeah, I I I, I, I see Ronda's going to take some time off and she'll she'll bounce back. You know, she's she's going to film her movie and you know maybe maybe you know who knows maybe maybe dab into you know maybe her love of wrestling which she's you know she, she's been a long time fan of maybe she'll do a wrestlemania who knows but she'll be back it's not like if there's anything gonna you know hold her back it's not like she's gonna be in retirement anytime soon so but in case you missed it earlier here's my my rendition Hello. this is my alter ego Round sexy salsa I was watching you walk in the cage at UFC 193 oh yeah girl Oh yeah. To be coming up for my new album. You, the taste of salsa. Hello. Check out for the remix. The Adobo me? remix. You're an see down there dreaming of your undefeated streak. You are so beautiful. Oh, this is my daughter's favorite part. The bell ring out. Oh. You were prepared to knock her out quickly. To our beautiful Rhonda. It happened so fast. It happened so fast, girl. Where did that kick I'm doing the voice, the boys to men voiceover for you, baby. A KO from the outside. It was a KO from the outside, baby. <laughs> so yeah, um, once again, guys, when you get the chance to get, to get a take a look at UFC 193, it wasn't a bad card. Uh, actually, the preliminaries were were actually really really good. Uh, we got because we got to see some up and coming guys going there. Once again, Uriah Hall showed his face, and once again, you see Uriah Hall, and you you you, you pretty much you you never know what you're gonna get with this guy. You you really don't. The same could be said for um. The man who was on the card himself, Mr. Bigfoot Silver, or as the boss Rich likes to call him, Easter Easter Island Head Silver. It's funny because he looks like if Herman Munster and one of the Easter Island Heads had a child and produced him. Is it Lily? We need to have a son who wrestles and is able to grapple and he looks humongous and he has a freakishly sized head. Eddie? He went up against Mark Hunt, who looked spot on. Mark Hunt always, always seems 
to go at Showtime. Whenever the, the 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 spotlight is on him, he is always ready to go. And I'm hoping that his brother Mike uh, appreciated that. Just look for the name correlated. See, right. Anyway, with that being said, we'll transition to wrestling. And this week we had on the WWE card. We had on Raw, we had the semifinals laid out for us for the upcoming Survivor Series, which will be this Sunday. And for our final four, we have Roman Reigns squaring off against the man known as Alberto Del Rio. And on the other side, we have Dean Ambrose going against Kevin Owens. I like the storyline that they were doing, although it does seem like it's a bit predictable, which I'm hoping for the curveball to happen. I'm hoping to see something magical happen at Survivor Series. But leading up to it, the Cesaro and Roman Reigns match was way better than I thought it would be. There was a lot of spots in there, which I thought was way more than I thought Roman would be able to handle. But he did fairly decent the best thing about Cesaro is that the man can go in the ring with a bag of flour and make it look like a match that's five star caliber he's that good and I know a lot of fans are upset that he's not getting that call yet but patience my friends patience on the other side we had Dean Ambrose who went up against Dolph Ziggler which you know it it gave you that thing that you know we know Dolph is the guy that everybody wants. He is our champion. He is the one who get the call to the big stage and never be given the prize. And to be honest, I think he's comfortable with it. I I, I think he's one of those guys who is a wrestler's wrestler and prefers to be able to put on that show, which is, which is, you know, um, it's a, it's a feat amongst, amongst wrestlers who don't have that ego. It's, it's a, it's a good thing. And his match with Dean Ambrose was, 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 was okay. I think Dean Ambrose is become is becoming the next John Cena, unfortunately with the whole five moves of doom thing, because, you know, you basically could call his match on your, you know, by the second, it's on a teleprompter. It's like if you're 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 looking at an instruction manual on how to create Dean Ambrose, which is I don't know. I, I, I you're not looking at the full move set in which Dean Ambrose could give you. If you guys know him from the Indies, CCW and such, Moxley, John Moxley had an arsenal of move sets, and I think right now he's being pigeonholed to these certain types of uh of matches hopefully in the next coming months we get to see a different ambrose and who knows you know what the speculations are coming up what they're saying um, maybe something changes so like i said we have the the final four coming up and hopefully you know the everybody see everybody seems to be calling roman out they think Roman will be the guy to to grab that belt, that big old Gucci belt. So so far for this Sunday Survivor Series, the card has Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze, which is a match everybody seems to be prepping for. 
Uh, everybody's been wanting to see this one. We, you know, some, some, some in the internet community believe that these guys should have been paired up a long time ago. And I agree, but, uh, no time better than any to do it at Survivor Series on a big stage. Uh, like I mentioned, we have Roman Reigns going against Alberto Del Rio and the semifinal match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, as well as Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose, which I must say is most likely the indie world's dream happening right now. Uh, we have John Moxley going up against Kevin Steen, and one and and I think this is going to be one of those rough and tough old school type of matches. I think it's going to be these guys are going to take everything and lay it on the line. And I'm proud to I'm proud to say that I, I've seen these guys wrestle before in WWE, and and to see them to do it on a big stage like this is it's just awesome. And then uh, we have the Charlotte and Paige match for the Divas Championship, which, by the way, if you guys saw the ending of Raw, uh, there seems to be a bit of a controversy about what occurred. Let me just give you a quick rundown. You know, if you guys haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be the the bearer of bad news, but there was some issues going on there, which played into individuals' personal life. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, so apparently to play on the real-life tragedy which occurred in uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair's life, in which Ric Flair's son uh, took his own life a few years back, it seems as though that Paige made reference to it which led up to a big brawl and now there's some on the internet and other sites and other areas stating that this might have went a little bit too far let me go on to say my opinion which i said before opinions are like assholes everyone has one and most of them stink um to be honest i I didn't, I didn't think it was bad. I actually think it was pretty creative for them to do that. The lead up was horrible. I mean, you could tell that Charlotte was looked like she was reading on cue cards, which some wrestlers might as well have. They might as well give them a teleprompter and tell them to read from that. But yeah, it 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 it, it the build up was a little bit too slow, especially having it as the ending of the show. When you're ending Raw, you want to have a you know a a big build up to it and it just was taking too long page is spot on page page seems to to know how to pick up where somebody is is faltering you know her being at, the, at her young age she's she she's able to spin off of someone who doesn't have the same mic skills that she does and kudos to her for that Ooh, kudos uh but you could tell that she was trying her best to stay within the format of the of what was going on and i thought the end result in which she mentioned uh charlotte's brother's death which was in the context of you know he didn't he wasn't strong enough to to be able to you know withstand life's you know it was it all built up to that and which would end up and charlotte going off of course and rightly so but i thought even with that 
the you know the whole cat fight and stuff. There goes. I I thought it should have been a little bit more. It should have been like, bitch, are you fucking crazy? You gonna call, call my brother? Oh hell no! Like it should have been more. I don't know. I I thought I, I thought it could have been a little bit more. Uh, of a of a fiery exchange. Elf, you know what? Man, put it through. There's a table in the middle of the ring. Throw it through a fucking table. Spear her through there. Something. I mean, the one thing I can say about TNA and their knockouts, they're not afraid to like go through those extremes. And you know, it's most likely Vince who still say our women aren't wrestlers. They're divas. Whatever. You know. If somebody just called out my dead brothers, you know, and and national TV in front of millions, and all, you want to you want to build it up that you want to beat the shit out of somebody, and I don't know, I just, uh, it just felt. But the other note was that there was stories saying that Ric Flair was was not too pleased about it that he actually uh, shed a tear having to see and hear what went on because he he said that they did not contact him letting him know that this was going to occur who knows whether or not these 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 are true stories whatever the case may be but if if it is one of those true stories it's it's kind of it's kind of rough because we know that he and triple h hunter are uh are close and you would wonder if this is true if this actually affects their relationship and who knows possibly yeah. Possibly lead up to something else. Maybe, maybe, maybe it, it 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 burns a bridge between them. But hopefully not. Hopefully, you know, Rick has been involved in many many situations in which personal life has been played out in TV and in the ring. So who knows? But with that being said, we also have the the big match, the Survivor Series lead up match, which will be the Wyatt family. Going up against The Undertaker and Kane. The Brothers of Destruction. I'm going to say that this is possibly going to be a old school style Survivor Series matchup. But, you know, we don't have two other participants who are going to join alongside uh, the Brothers of Destruction. It'll be cool to see how that plays out who will align themselves with the hellish siblings to go up against the wizardry of the Wyatt so uh, let's see and then finally we'll have the world heavyweight championship match which is to be determined because we need to find out who wins this Survivor Series tournament for the belt well my my prediction, I smell a swerve. I think Ambrose is going to get it, and I think he'll be the one that does the heel turn. There's stories that, although Dean is a fan favorite, and even if he does turn heel, he's like the modern-day, I always say he's the modern-day Stone Cold. I think they're going to make it so it's a way that he's super hot, and the heel turn will be extremely hot and heavy. So Roman would have to wait. For his chance to be the, ch- the the champion of all champions, uh, and 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 it won't be it won't be for long because I really really believe that if not that night, the next night Sheamus will cash in his money in the bank and they'll give him the belt. But uh, 
That's why he's wrestling. We don't know what's going to happen. In other wrestling news, we can say that Ring of Honor is no longer on Destination America. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. There is a channel called Destination America, and at this time, you could have been watching Ring of Honor. They played ridiculously late. I mean, I love wrestling, but to play it at midnight is just ridiculous. Uh, They were played after TNA, which many have said that one hour Ring of Honor is way better than two hours of TNA. But it seems as though that uh, in December, Ring of Honor will be going to a channel in which nobody knows. Apparently, TNA as well is leaving, but Ring of Honor will be first jumping ship and going to a channel known as Comet TV. What is a Comet TV? Who who knows? If you can find it, let me know. I'm still looking through my file channels to see if there if if there is such a thing as Comet TV. I'm starting to believe that it's one of those channels that's in witness protection. It was part of the mob and. You know, it did another channel dirty and it squealed on, you know, the Playboy channel because of you know, all the raunchiness. And then now they have to put it away in witness protection. So who knows what channel this is? Hopefully our subscribers will inform us what it is so I can watch my Ring of Honor. If not, I have to use other means of watching said wrestling promotion. And as I mentioned, TNA is also shopping themselves for another channel they had communications with wgn which is a network that was i remember loosely it was based out of chicago which is now one of those uh big network stations that this is similar to like tbs tbs used to be the super station in atlanta and became now a cable affiliate for everyone so wgn is working its way in any case tna is working with getting themselves part of a network after destination america which is cool because wgn used to play you know superstars and uh, wwe superstars on their channels so they are wrestling friendly good luck to tna yeah good luck with that we're we're, we're hoping all goes well because we really do not need a uh sad news from the wrestling world This past week, the wrestling world lost a legend, the technician of all technicians, Mr. Nick Bockwinkle, passed away at the age of 80. The man was known for his flair, for style, and tons and tons of championship runs. He was uh, one one, one of the top guys in Vern Gagne's promotions. He was the AWA guy. I mean, he was he was the epitome of style and flash and and the class of all class. He was the man that I would see as a gentleman's gentleman, where he'll grab his championship and not wear it around his his waist or drape it around his shoulders. No, this man he folded his belt and carried it like a, like a Belize or or, or a man purse, <laughs> but. I do respect the man who could carry a belt, you know, folded in their hand. 
but it, he was also an inspiration for a lot of guys and one of them in particular was uh, Ric Flair Ric Flair was quoted as saying when he was looking to put together the horsemen you know the two type of guy the two type of individuals they wanted was the rough and tumble you know aggressive style in the ring but when you were outside you wanted to look classy and sophisticated like Nick Bockwinkle Rick wanted to to mash up his personalities with two people and one was Dusty Rhodes and the other was Nick Bockwinkle and um it's un- it, 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 it it's sad to say that we lost a legend this week uh Nick Bockwinkle was said to have been suffering from Alzheimer's disease and he succumbed to it this past week at the age of 80 NFL Week 10 was one of those weeks in which we we saw a lot of we saw a lot of occurrences in which may not have fallen to the favor of many many NFL fans. Uh it was a, it was it was legit matchups which was pretty cool. For instance, the Bills and, and Jets matchup was was pretty good. We had the return of Rex Ryan and um Jets fans have a love hate relationship with Rex. It was it it, it 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 it's one of those in which he comes into town and you, we know the buffoonery which is Rex, but we also know that the man could actually coach a game when 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 it's time to go. He's a players coach, which I'm not a real fan of because a lot of times if you're a players coach, you don't. I don't see a lot of players coaches winning championships, but. It's still one of those things that you have to commend because you know that that's a guy in which players will go out there and, and, and go out there and give their best and f- he 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 does that with any team that he has and so far Buffalo who's been who's been looking healthy they return uh, the return of McCoy uh, has been has been pushing them through uh, Charles Clay at tight end has been it's he was he had a big game this past week um they were able to. Put it together and hold off the Jets. We're making a late run, but uh, it, it it doesn't it doesn't seem to hurt the Jets. They're still they're still in the uh, the dog in the fight. Uh, Bills are, are are at their tail scratching, but I, I don't see them being there for too long. I think the Jets are going to be able to hold them off and be able to hold a steady for for a wild card contention. We also had the Lions versus the Packers, which was astounding. Because the Lions won in Lambeau Field, and they hadn't won in Lambeau Field since I was a freshman in high school. That goes to show you how old I am. Yeah, that's how long it's been since the Lions won. I was growing pubic hair the last time the Lions won 
in Lambeau Field. What? TMI? Too much information? Fuck it. So, uh, it, 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 you know, it, it, it gets to a point where you're looking at the Packers now, and I, I don't think they have any clue what's going on. I don't know if they're missing Eddie Lacy. I don't know if, if, you know, injuries are, are, are starting to catch up on them. You know, there's, 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 there's talk, especially like at the end of Skip Bayless, who's saying that, that Aaron Rodgers is not the man he used to be. He seems to be overhyped now that it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on in Packers and Packers town that, uh, we don't, we, we, we don't know that's happening on the surface. So, and if it doesn't ha- if it doesn't get fixed quickly, you have Minnesota still biting at their heels. Uh, the Bears are showing that you know they could pull off some wins here and there. Surprisingly, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a run, man. I mean, Green Bay's gonna have to get it together quick. They're gonna have to put it together as fast as they can. Uh, the Panthers were able to pull off a win. They're still undefeated. Cam Newton, you know, drawing some ire from from uh, naysayers because they're not happy with his celebrations when he scores and his response you don't want to see me celebrate don't have me go in the end zone I totally agree like I said the Bears were able to pull off a win this week it seems like everybody's able to score points up against the Saints and for the Redskins to score 47 on the Saints I might as well go out there with seven guys, eight guys from a backyard football league and just throw on them. Hell, I'm not a quarterback, but the way that I the way that the Saints are looking like, hell, I might be able to. Who knows? Uh Steelers, much, much, much applause to Mr. Big Ben himself. He looked like a superhero out there. He went in, he was able to, you know, you know, holding off a foot injury, he was able to go in there and put together a win for the against the Browns. Who this week finally gave in and said that Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, Johnny Ball Game will be their starter for the rest of the season. But um, not only did Big Ben show off his quarterback prowess, but uh, Antonio Brown was amazing. This guy's showing he's proving to well, not even proving, he's just showing everybody how elite he is at the wide receiver position. Um, leading down to Oh, I just want to oh, bang my head again. Oh. Patriots and Giants. I mean, okay. I did have the Patriots win. I, I did predict them to win. But as always, the Giants seem to find a way to keep it tight with the team that's as dominant as the Patriots. Each each time they go head-to-head, they seem to to, to be competitive. But Two things hinder. Two things bother me, and they they're hindering the Giants in their progression of possibly showing showing some type of dominance in the NFC East. Number one, apparently, Giant receivers can't catch the ball for shit. I mean, there's you've allowed too many plays in which you've dropped balls that were easy receptions or even easy touchdowns. I don't. I I I don't get it. I don't get it. I've been complaining for the longest. The Giants need to go and look for a tight end that uh, that has hands, that's impactful. I mean, just uh, they haven't been 
a Giants team that not been successful without having a a a, a, a tight end with strong hands. I mean, oh, it's just frustrating. And then the officiating for the game. I'm not, and I'm not going to blame the officiating because once again, the Giants, you know, they let they let the Patriots in the game. They dropped a key interception, which would have basically tied the game up and wrapped it in a bowl. But the officiating, week by week, this catching rule is changing, and they really, really need to do something about that. It's just frustrating that we don't know what to what's deemed a catch and what's deemed incomplete. I mean, one week, Golden Tate is it's scoring a touchdown and it's called a touchdown, but you know, clearly the ball is hit out and there was some who say it was a touchdown. Some of them. And then the same thing occurs with Odell Beckham and all of a sudden it's not a touchdown. So it's, there's too much of a, a slippery slope when it comes to that call. They need to really fix that for the next season. Cause it's not going to happen now. Uh, but with the NFC East being the way it is, there's so much going on that you know the Giants could still take it. It's just you know the, the Eagles lost against the Dolphins. Uh, Mark Sanchez wasn't able to uh, bring them back into the game once uh, Sam Bradford went out. The good things for the cow, the, the good look for the Cowboys is that uh, Tony Romo is is going to suit up this week. It looks as though that he's going to be able to uh, give it a go. They've been zero seven without him, and it's it's going to be a it's going to be a long run. It's going to be a late late run for them to try to get back into this hunt. So, good luck with them for that. And then the Monday night was the oh, and just quick, let me just say the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Uh, Cardinals are being have been able to get a stronghold of the AFC West. They're 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 showing their their dominance over there. They have a two game lead over there, so and it doesn't look like anybody else is going to be able to come back in there. Although uh, the Rams are sh- are giving a good push over there, but I think the the Cardinals are going to be able to hold them off. And then the Monday night game, which was the Texans and the Bengals, who knew? Who knew? The Texans were able to hold off the Bengals. Yeah, JJ Watt. Wow. Had a humongous game. The defense was able to hold back uh, the Red Rifle, Mr. Andy Dolan. And a low-scoring game, too. 10-6. to Wow. You go, Texans. Yay. Alrighty now for this week we have the Thursday night game. We have the Titans at the Jaguars. You know, as much as I want to say I want the Jaguars to win this one, but for some reason I see the Titans going into Jacksonville and taking this one. We have the Raiders at the Lions. I'm going to go with 
Although the Lions were able to hold off and beat the Packers. This week, I think it's going to be the other way. I think David Carr is going to have a good game this week. I'm going with the Raiders. We have the Colts going against the Falcons. Um, the Colts... It's a it's a funny team. They they they're trying to they're trying to show they can still be competitive and and it makes some make some plays on 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 the on the end of the ball, but luck is is out. So it it, it, it looks like it's not gonna happen. So I'm gonna go with the Dirty Birds with the Falcons. We got the Rams at the Ravens. I'm going Rams with this one. Gurley is looking amazing. And I think he's going to be able to run shoot over the Rams defense this week as well. We have the Buccaneers against the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles may be without Sam Bradford, which will make it a little bit more tougher for them. So, Jameis Winston, this is your game. Going Bucks. Going to Broncos at Bears. Uh, as you guys know, uh, Peyton Manning will be out for an undisclosed time with uh, severe foot injury also he's been nursing some injuries that were undisclosed shoulder and such like that he looked terrible terrible last Sunday it looked like he was playing peewee football and without Peyton this week going against the Bears I think the Bears have a lot of momentum behind him I'm going with the Bears we have the Jets versus the Titans Titans coming off a big win against the Bengals and I I have a feeling that this is going to be a weekend with they're going to be able to keep the momentum so I'm going with the Titans Redskins at Panthers yeah Panthers stay on the field the Cowboys at the Dolphins Romo coming back Romo coming back in the building you're going to have a, a, a somewhat healthy Des Bryant you're going to have Tony Romo back in the building I'll go I'll go Cowboys Got Chiefs of the Chargers. I love the Chargers because the Chargers always look good on paper, but they just don't seem to be able to get it together. This will probably be the time in which they could actually start putting some wins together, maybe do a late late season push with Peyton going down. I'm going to go Chargers. Packers at Vikings. I don't... I... I, 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 with the stuff that's going on with the Packers I don't know if they're able to, to get it back into play this week I'm going to ride behind my boy Teddy B and Adrian Peterson this week and say the Vikings 49ers at Seahawks should be the Seahawks game must be the Seahawks game gotta be the Seahawks game gonna go with the Seahawks Bengals at Cardinals this is actually a really good matchup here. This is one that's going to be the 830. It, it, it should be fun. And I'm going to say that the Bengals, although they want to bounce back from the loss that they had, I don't think they're going to be able to do it this week. I'm going Cardinals. And finally, we have the Bills and Patriots. Oh, the heated rivalry. Belichick versus Rex Ryan. Ooh. I'm going Patriots. And that was my pickums.
for this week, I want to say I'm not going to do the usual intro of sending the calls, or I think I'm just going to shoot from the heart here because this has been one of those tumultuous weeks in our society and such. This week, we've been talking about teams. I had a uh, smooth black men and Chris Seaton here earlier on the New York Wrecking Crew and talking about all types of sports when it comes to football and baseball and such. It's all team sports. And this week, I want to talk about a, a team in which we should all be backing. You know, we've 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 been sports fans for quite a long time. And being a fan of sports, we are a fan of teams. And with being fans of teams, there's two things you have to believe in. And that's having faith and having belief in your team. This is why we love the teams that we have. We believe that they can beat any other team that comes into our town. And we can go to their town and beat. And we have faith in the underdogs and pull off the win. In the in a society we live in now, there are teams, societies, who have beliefs and faiths. And with that, there are some beliefs and faiths that are skewered to do more harm there than good. And it's unfortunate because we live in a society in which we need more growth and support to better ourselves in our communities in our cities and in our countries but we also have individuals who want to become a plague and cause harm to what we are in a whole this past week we've seen not only the tragedies that's occurring in Paris, France, but we're also seeing tragedies that's happening globally in different parts of the world. We have, you know, Africa and Kenya having many, many deaths that's going on there and you know, the Middle East and Lebanon and stuff. We, we, we're, we're hearing such, such acts of violence and, 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 and just, just, just disdain for humanity, which is going on. And it's, it's, it's 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 difficult to process because we are becoming a, a society in which that we 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 can't even base ourselves and the belief that we can we can walk around in a in a beautiful Tuesday afternoon going across a plaza and not have the sense and feeling that someone might want to become a human ammunition and put us away because they feel that their belief is stronger than ours. And this is just a small society that we live in that becomes bigger in a scope when we have such disastrous occurrences. The same could be said about what we need to do to not have these fears overrun us. This is just a small sect, a small group of people 
who want to cause us harm. When we are a bigger society that can help distinguish these hate, these acts of terror, these acts of uh, of diligence to put people in disarray. You know, and, and many want to believe believe that they could blame the media for it. The media can be known as hate mongers and 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 project only hateful images. And to be honest, I I, I believe that mo- for the most part it does do this because that's what sells. Look, let's 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 take this for an in- for instance. Let's say the Giants are going to play the Patriots, and you know, on the news and on the screen, I'm asking. Coach Coughlin, you know, do you guys think you can believe you can beat the Patriots? And Coughlin says, well, our secondary isn't good. Our quarterback hasn't been confident. I think the Patriots have a strong offensive game, and I think they could beat us in a deep pass. So maybe we can win. This is the images in which the media who speaks to our government projects to us. It doesn't show any confidence in me. It doesn't show any confidence that my team can win. And I'm not going to say that everything's going to be happy-go-lucky as a child who we reward for good for good deeds where everything is shown to be you know, positive and such that that's how society is going to progress by showing nothing but positive in- images. But we need to start looking at ourselves as a whole and, re- and remembering that it's not just one full group in a whole. There are small groups within a large group that just want to cause us pain and cause disarray and cause anarchy. And we're bigger than that. So while you're putting up flags on your profile pic, you're making these out, you know, outright statements on your social media pages. If there's a team that you want to support, if there's a team that you want to back and there's a team that you want to have belief and faith in. Make that team humanity. And remember. Terrorism has no religion. Once again, I want to thank all you guys for listening to the regular season sportscast, TRSS. You can get us at RageWorks.net. You could also get us on iTunes. You guys have been awesome, and thank you for participating with the program. You can support us and follow us on the regular season sportscast on Facebook as well as on Instagram at the regular season sports. You could also follow me on Twitter at RWJSanti. That's R. WJ Santi. I also have a YouTube page. Check me out at the regular season sports on YouTube. Uh, I already have up there a episode of TRSS called intermissions. That will be that's up and running. Now that's my interview with Panda man. Intermissions will be an interview segment show. It's just basically a, a smaller version of this show. And plus we'll do uh, little clips here and there of uh, sports related to keep you visually entertained once again i want to thank the gentleman from the new york wrecking crew chris seaton and smooth black men uh, out of house of glory you guys were awesome today you get uh you get each man and 
their social media websites at houseofgloryonline.com. You can also get tickets for their December 11th show, Civil War. Civil War is going to be a big night for those for, for, for House of Glory. It's the match to end all matches, the steel cage match with the CEO, Brian XL, going up against the amazing red, loser leaves town. We're also going to have Johnny Mundo versus PJ Black on the card. For ticket information, go to houseofgloryonline.com. Also, you guys, once again, check out rageworks.net for their shop area. You guys get all t-shirts, hoodies, all graphic tees, all hoodies. It's it's it's, it's the place to be. It's all all for the geekdom. For all those of you who enjoy wearing your Star Wars shirts. Yeah, get your Star Wars shirts now. The, the movie's coming out soon, yeah. So get you know, get ready now. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sports cast. And I'm hoping that you guys will be here for the next episode. Because if not, I'm going to miss you guys so much. You guys have been amazing. I'm going to go get my tissues. And I love you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Laters.